Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, The AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Power After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Power After Show. <laughs> no music? All right, well, whatever. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, After Buzzers, and welcome to the sixth week episode entitled Who You With of Star's Original Series, Power. I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today is... Erica J. Green. Robin Ayers. Bam Erickson. And we have been blessed to have, two weeks in a row, another special guest. And you guys are not going to imagine who this is. This guy is playing an integral role in this season, this <laughs> first, first initiative season, initial season of Star's Power. His name is Venetius... Machado, aka Vinny, if you want to call him Vinny and keep a hood with that, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Venetius Machado is in the house. How hey. you doing, Vinny? Yo, how you guys doing, man? Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yeah, we're man. glad you're here. He plays the role of Nomar That's yes. right. on the show. He is the CI, aka confidential informant. Yes, sir. For Angela and her team. And your role right now, you're actually starting to get, uh, I don't want to say you, but no more, because we got to keep this thing separate, because <laughs> Venetius and no more are two different people. Venetius is delicious, you know what I mean? Right, right. <laughs> no more is a little weird, but, you know, just keeping it real. Yo, you know what's crazy? If you guys can, when you guys tune in, and you guys are just listening right now on podcast, when you guys go to YouTube and you actually watch this and you see this guy, you got to... Check out his whole vibe. You'll see how he's dressed. He looked like he just stopped off. Just got just just flew in in the clear port, you know, off the private jet from yes. fifty thousand high. Sure. And flew in from Miami and was like, I gotta go do this interview real quick at yeah. After Buzz TV. You know what I'm saying? It looks nothing like the character. I'm like just so impressed. This dude's an actor. I was telling him and his beautiful sister over here that he this dude is an actor. For real. And he's working on some projects uh, that is also going to like showcase his talent and where he's at. We're going to talk about it a little bit later. But we want to jump into this episode because we want to know what he thinks about some of the things that happened in this episode Man. as well. There was a lot of hot There's stuff lot. going on, yeah. you know, from Ghost and this whole thing with Angela that he has going on. First of all, let's, let's talk about that. Let's, let's talk, talk about, about Ghost and Angela and how he's... The, the steam is getting hotter. And yeah. Bam has something to say. Yes. <laughs> and Vinny has something to say. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Bam, go okay, ahead. Okay, Ghost, this this relationship between Ghost and Angela, Jamie, Angela, is really starting to now turn me off. He's becoming so PW. He's becoming so PW. Catch it, adults. You know what that means. He's... Oops. He's so he's so whipped now that he's clouding his judgment on everything else. And to me... I don't like their relationship anymore because you when you are going to step out, you can't totally you can't like neglect your wife um, the way that he's neglecting her. When she was up performing the song mm -hmm. at the club, you're going to you're going to hide behind uh, the character uh, that Lala Anthony plays to answer the text. Then you're going to leave the club to go answer a phone <laughs> like you breaking you breaking. If there's rules, you're breaking the the cheating side yeah. rules. Yeah. But let me let me just jump in real quick because remember, guys, I'm the one who said I was all for. Yes, you are. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was feeling their relationship, but I mentioned that the reason I don't like their relationship anymore is because now they're both making a decision. They know about each other's. <laughs> 
like other lives, other yeah, lives, other life. yeah. But see, before it was like he didn't know about her, she didn't know about his. So I was like, oh, it's more fantasy. No, but he more... knew he was married. Yeah, well, he didn't know that she had an know, other. But... She didn't know that he had an. Well, other, they both so came clean at the same time. Remember I know, that? And I get yeah. that. But what I'm saying is, I was digging it a little bit more when it was like fantasy and just a little bit more romantic. But now it's just straight up disrespectful. I mean, like, I'll, but I'll, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, it's so interesting. Like, say about this. Yes. because <laughs> this is a man who's living, you know, with a lot of pain and regret. You know, he regrets the decisions that he's made. And so he's at a point right now where he's starting to look back, you know. And I think he's at a pivotal moment where, you know, he's already made his decision. It's already made, you know. And so now is solidifying the idea of the past that he never had, Mm -hmm. you know. So, and that's the interesting thing about the streets, you know, because Ghost's character in a way emulates what, you know, the street life is all about. Right. You know, you can't. You, you you can't expect anything because you just don't know. And it's interesting because his relationship with Angela is it goes hand in hand with his relationship with Tommy, but on the reverse. Mm. If if you catch that, you wow. know, yeah, yeah. because mm. you know the way it's developing. And I don't want to give anything away, yeah. but you know, it's almost like black and white. You know, night and day, and and he's caught in the middle, and it's kind of like resemblance of what he is going through internally. You know, him himself, and it's getting himself to the point now where he's going to say, okay, I'm going to make a decision. I'm going to be able to live with now, and the choices that you know, the consequences, therefore, wherever they be, I'm going to be able to live with. And I think that's that's where he's at. You know, down at at the end of the day, he's a man who, who can't live with the decisions that he's made. Right. And so he's stuck in a situation. So Angela, in a sense, is, you know, because everything there <clears throat> is um, kind of like, you know, masqueraded over the facade of what the idea was. Because, you know, it could have been, you know, anybody else in a sense. But, you know, Angela just solidifies that for him. Mm-hmm. And so it just, it, it, you know, encourages him to go ahead and pursue that which we... He never had so. But why continue to make bad decision after bad decision? It's like why are you stringing along the woman who's been by your side, who's been like the down chick, if I can say that. You know, I've blinked my own self out. Oh Lord, I'm on the woman's side. I, let me I, let me turn back over. Cause y'all about to go in. I feel no, it. I'm, no, I'm not going in. But like, I was getting a little heated. I'm watching, and I'm just like, you're out in public, still just being disrespectful. What if your kid walked by? You know that I see it from just not yeah. only the wife but the kids the, and everything. The kids not gonna walk by because the kids don't walk. <laughs> what like, you know what I mean? The kids have what if your family sees that other people? You know, you're making the Tasha look stupid. Yes, I'm gonna be for the woman's yeah. side. But but, but in, a, in addition to that, though, Erica, I feel like it's still wrong. Yes, we, I, I'll say it again. Still wrong, but at least do your wife equally or better. Than the than the mistress, he's he's dogging Tasha out right now. Dogging. He's dogging her out. But let me ask you a question: What makes it what makes it wrong? What makes the, Tasha the, the, and the, Ghost? No, no, or? the Angela and Ghost. Just to get a different perspective from you know w- w- what well, makes it wrong. Originally, I said that I I I sort of liked it. I was sort of pro their relationship because it was like it was a long lost love. It wasn't like he just met her off of the you know street or something. Right. But now I feel like because he's divulged all his information, she knows he's married. He knows that she had a boyfriend. I know that he's gone now, but um, they're no longer together. That's what I mean. But um, the fact like they just had this scene where they were in bed together and she said, I don't want you to go. Like that's just right. rude. Now you're getting rude and disrespectful. That's what I'm sure. saying. Selfish. I, yeah. I mean, even, you know, from the beginning, it's, you know, morally wrong, you know, because he's married, right. you know, right from the get go. But, you know, um, encompassing the fact that, you know, this is what, you know, everybody's relationship is kind of on a show, you know, the, you know, it, 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 I think people have an idea you know, that is like black and white, but we mm-hmm. live in a world that is full of colors. Yes. And so it's difficult because you have emotions and you have, you know, life and circumstances and conditions. And then you live with like pain and regret. Like, and I think that that's what motivates Ghost, right. you know, his character a lot. And so, um, you know, for him, and that's the thing, it's like for him is right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, even though it's like morally wrong and all that. And, you know, I agree with, you know, the morally wrong statement. But, you know, for him, it is the right thing to do because now he's going to be able to get to a future that he always wanted to have. It's so funny. It's so funny you mentioned that because uh, last week, Notori, you know, said something about uh, life is full circle. And I, I always say, look, once you leave something in the past. You move forward and right. don't go back. Right. And she says, well, sometimes life works where things come around full circle. And that's a very true statement as well. Yes. But I also find that it's very interesting that 
it's inevitable, of course, that the truth is starting to catch up with him. He goes with her dad, goes with her to see see his dad, to see her dad, right. who was sick yeah. in the convalescent mm-hmm. home. Right. And she's like, he looks familiar. Who is that? Oh, that's the kid that used to hang on the corner, yeah. the drug, the drug dealer. dealer. Right. Right. So now he has this look on his face like the <laughs> truth is bearing down on me right. kind of thing. And it's only a matter of time. Plus, she's going to listen to the audio tapes. Right, so she listens to the audio tapes, mm-hmm. and she doesn't know. She's he's Jamie, as far as yeah, she right, she's right. concerned. She doesn't know yeah. about this alter ego no. ghost, yeah. and so now she's familiar with the term or name ghost. ghost yeah. So it's just a matter of time before it's like do 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 do. Like the crosshairs are going to be on him, and I'm just curious to see how she's going to handle that. And, and and the writers have been so clever as to set her up in a situation where this woman has no life like she has no life (laughs) right like her whole life revolves around her career strategy and Mm -hmm. surviving and getting away from and making a better life for herself and her family like she has a relationship with her family that's not really estranged but she's not really tight with them because she's so involved with work right Mm -hmm. so if you look at that dynamic you're i think you might find her in a position where if she had a normal social life, she might not dive in with this Jamie situation like she's yeah. going to. Yeah. I think she's going to be forced to do because she has nothing else. Like you seeing her taking herself out of character. Mm-hmm. Like, I want you to stay over. Mm-hmm. That's not something that I really feel Angela would do if she had a normal life. She was saying she was but she life. doesn't yeah. have a normal, yeah. normal life. She doesn't. She's not. She felt alone even when she was with Greg. Greg was right. just somebody to keep her warm, mm-hmm. right? In, right? In bed, and, and like, it was easy because they worked together. Exactly. Right? So yeah. So I kind of I empathize with her, um, even though you know we know it's wrong, you know morally or whatever. Um, at the same time, when he's telling her things like, "I'm alone," yeah. Also, she said, "You're there with all those people, and I'm here right. alone." But and he says, I'm alone too. And and that and now let me jump back on his side. He is alone because he feels, you know, you got Tasha and Tommy who just don't get they don't understand where he's going, his goals. They don't get where he's going. And so the two people that are closest to him aren't really vibing with him, so therefore he does feel alone. He feels like I there's agree. no one that he can trust, there's no one that he can talk to, so he is alone in the aspect of that. You have celebrities all the time where they're around a lot of people, but they're still alone. Right. But I get that, but why string Tasha along with, with the game? At the end of well, I do want to make mention, he did tell um, Andy, it won't always be like this. So it's like he has his own plan on the side, but you're not trying to include, I don't feel like it's including Tasha or Tommy. Like you said, they're not no, it's seeing not. it. Now, but is he exactly. really is he really stringing her along? She, I mean, she seemed a little bit oblivious about that he was cheating, which I thought, you know, women, we kind of know these kind of things, but she was really, like, surprised whenever it was brought up by the driver. I can't think of his character's name Sean. right now. Yeah, Sean's um, character, when he um, mentioned that to her, she acted really surprised, like, really? He's stepping out on me? So, I don't know. Like, seems like she still thinks he's in this. He, he comes home to her, kissing her and stuff like that, acting like he is still in this, but all the time you have this alternative motive but here's the, I, I think she i think life. she 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 knows but she doesn't want to know mm-hmm. does that make sense yeah, yeah when we, we yeah that, we do that <laughs> yeah <laughs> but here's the thing also with that she knows him well enough to know that it's really not all about a woman a woman might be involved but it's much deeper than that it because is because he is making a total life choice that he's including her on exactly. it's not like Everything even revolves around Angela. It's about a complete package of a life that he wants to live. And she just fits into that plan. It's not all about Angela. But that's right now because they don't know the truth about each other either. So, you know, the the careers might, you know, change things as well once they know. But, you know, it's all spiraling down. So we'll see what happens. (laughs) Well, see, the point that I wanted to make is that this is the very first time. Well, remember she saw um, Ghost in... Angela talking in the club a couple of episodes ago. Remember when Mm -hmm. they first came together? That's Mm -hmm. the only time that she ever saw him with another woman that maybe had some, she had some sort of inkling about. But it was, I don't think it's ever been about her um, thinking that he's cheating. Even now, even when Sean told her he puts other things before you or he has other priorities, whatever he said in the the end, whatever Mm -hmm. whatever he said. What do I know? I'm just a driver. Yeah, Yeah. that scene right there. She, 
the way he made it seem, we know that he's saying that there's another woman, but she doesn't necessarily know. She's sort of like, what does that mean? Yeah. There is something that he's not telling me. There's something that you know that I don't, but Mm -hmm. I don't think at the top of her head she's thinking it's another woman. No. I don't think so either. Yeah. And and maybe to her it's more than just that because the idea of a woman, you know, as a a one-night stand, you know, she could live with, but is the idea of, you know, bringing down the empire that they've built. And that's what she's after. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. what she you knows. And, and which into. brings the point that when he when he mentioned to Angie that he's lonely, he is. He is. Because every Tommy, Tasha, his life, everybody thinks he's one way, but he's not. He's yeah. To, <laughs> he's a fuck with him. To Angie, <laughs> I'm like, what? sorry, I meant to, to Tasha, to Tasha, yeah. to Tommy, and all of that. Right. All of them. He's he's ghost, mm-hmm. but he's Jamie. Jamie. And he is lonely because no one knows that side of him. Right. So I think he is. He was talking talking the truth right there. Mm. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, talking about Tommy, I mean Tommy. Tommy, you know, finds I love out. Tommy, man. Yeah, Tommy. Uh, Tommy is the man. Tommy. Love Tommy. Right. Tommy, Tommy is. And uh, another shout out to Joseph because he's playing Joe, that role. That's man. my boy. Yeah, he's playing that. He's doing his thing. Yeah. Um, and he's a beast at the gym, man. Is he? Yo, yeah. We worked out a few times. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a beast. He's man. pretty fit. He was sitting on the edge of the bed. I was like, okay, he got a little. <laughs> okay. He said somebody works out a little. Yeah. You know, he used to be a boxer. No, I didn't. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah, okay. he did professional boxing. So. I'm glad you told me that because yeah. when we talked to him, we could ask him about. You <laughs> That's know. right. Yeah, right, right, right. So. I can see that with the intensity. Like in every scene is like intense. He's bringing it like it's an opponent. Yeah, he's very, he's aggressive, super yeah. intense. But, but speaking super of super nice guy, sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, it's all yeah. good. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's great. He's he's a really yeah. nice guy, but then he brings <laughs> this level of intensity to the character that's like, yo, this dude's a ticking time bomb. You never know what's gonna happen with Tommy. Right, Tommy is just like you're waiting. You feel like he's like the hugest pit bull in the world, right? And Ghost is the only person like that can like tame him, yeah. kind of thing. But I really like how he found out that Ghost was in Forest Hills. I love it. Right. He's sitting there like it's 1956, having a milkshake on the corner with, with Angela. With Angela, like I swear, they get into these moments where oh like nothing God. else exists. Like they're in La La Land and they're just floating around on the cloud. And then Tommy had to come in there and like just yeah. break the whole thing up. It's like that was oh, brilliant. Man. Funny I, scene. I you love that. Love, love that scene. scene. The way yeah. Tommy, the way Tommy came in there, <laughs> and the way his whole disposition changed. He and, and to see the response of how Ghost couldn't say anything, but mm-hmm. how he was pissed. Like Tommy's characters, he really knows how to get under mm-hmm. Ghost, uh, uh, Ghost skin, or say certain things when he knows that Ghost can't. Re- uh, and when Ghost can't, say, out, anything. He can't uh-huh. say anything, that whole scene. I, I just, you know, I thought Tommy's performance in uh, in this past episode, I thought was just really brilliant because yeah. he really acted his ass off in a sense of being able to to play the ass then you know playing the angry like there were so many emotions that he conveyed all in just one episode he was yeah remember all in one scene all in one scene and and he you know what's funny is because you know that's his best friend so he knows how to get under his skin secondly there's a level of betrayal that he feels that's right absolutely which is why even though when he confronted uh when he confronted ghost in the room and he threw all the tough stuff off the table yes you would really think that because ghost is pissed Ghost is like, this dude's going to come in here and screw this up Mm -hmm. and, you know, bring everything that I I really care about down on (laughs) me. And Tommy's pissed. Right. Tommy's already pissed. So Tommy is like, you know, Tasha, he says, is like his sister. And like we came up together, all the success we have, he associates with Ghost and and Tasha Tasha as everything, as the three of them as a package deal. Right. Right. And now they're married. They have kids and blah, blah, blah. And we're doing great. And now you want to... The girl who left your heart in a dumpster type of deal. And you want to bring this situation. Like, what are you doing? We already had that experience. We already had that experience. We're going to go through this right? again, right? And he had to check Ghost. And Ghost actually was mad. And then Ghost had to... Yeah. You saw Ghost dwindle. His yeah. energy dwindled. Because Tommy really got in him. Got in, was speaking, was spitting real to him. Like, yes. dude, this girl left your heart in the dumpster. What are you doing? Tasha's like my sister. Like, blah, blah, blah. And we have all this. You're going to have Tasha's going to bring all this shit down. Right. And here's my friends. But that's yeah. what he said. And after all this time, you know, where has she been? And I'm the one who's been here helping you build this thing. Right. And all of a sudden, you're just turning on me like that. Right. Like, like yeah. you know. Loyalty. And I like how Ghost, 
I liked how Go- when Ghost came at him, Tommy had to remind him, oh, wait a minute, I can't be in your business. You was in my business. That's right. Like, That's you right. was in my business last, you know, the other night about, Holly. about the about Holly. Holly. So let's talk but, about Holly. Let me make a quick point. Just notice that Tommy has tried, he has had to remind Ghost a couple of different times. Listen, mm-hmm. we are equal. You are not my father. You are not my big, you know, brother. He's, That's right. So he said, mm-hmm. remember the last time he said, um, when Ghost was trying to, um, when he when he brought uh, Holly over to the house, and he was like, "Wait a minute! First of all, don't talk to me like that." You know what I mean? So he had to say, "She's just as she's just as much my employee as she is yours. Mm-hmm. We're like equal. We're fifty fifty partners right. in this." Right. And then on this past episode, he but- said. This past episode, he said, uh, "That's funny because you were all up in my business last, you know, mm-hmm. the other day mm-hmm. or whatever." So the I'll point, yeah, the point is that he's trying to let Ghost know. Listen, he, we're equal here. Th- but he was wrong to bring that girl over to the house. Of course, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm yeah. not saying that he wasn't. Who was wrong to wrong bring the girl over to the house? Tommy was wrong Tommy. to bring that girl to bring Holly over. Yeah. That's his girl. Right. That's, That's his girl. Thing. He likes her. <laughs> but she's <laughs> okay. She, t- no. Talking about that, she did steal something. Thank you very much. And I said oh, that last did. week. Yeah, I said did. that last week. I was like, maybe she was looking at her like maybe Tasha was looking at her like that because she's the kind of chick that will come in and snatch something right off of the countertop. I, and you're like, no, I don't think that. You guys are like, no, I don't think that she was stealing Before anything. She came. And sure enough, she's wearing a hoop, the diamond hoop earrings. Yeah. I'm like, see, she stole something. That's what I thought about when she said she was going to the bathroom. I'm like, she about to steal something. Yeah. And then it caused Tommy to have to lie to Tasha to be able to cover exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah, right. So he was in a precarious situation. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, Which is why he should have never brought her ass over to the house because when. I mean, look at the house. I would never, I would never bring. If that is, if that was your house, and there was just a girl that I recently just met, I'm not going to bring this chick over to your house when you living in this big old deluxe apartment. Yeah, you would. No, I would not. Yeah, you would. No, I would. Yeah, you would. Let me tell you why, Bam. Let me tell you why you would, Bam Erickson. You would. Let me tell you why, Bam Erickson. You would because you're very picky about the women that you like. And as soon as you finally find a woman that you actually like, okay, okay, and you cool with her, and you're like, dang, we got this thing. It's this one girl. I I mess with her. That's how it is. And and then you guys, and they hook up, and everything is cracking. And And they're in a bar, and he beats a dude's butt over it. And it's like, oh, she's turned on by it. They they have a very, very, very peculiar taste, both of them. Yes, And the fact that they're, they they like each other, they click. They click. When you're a peculiar person and you find somebody else that's just your type of peculiar, you bring them to the homie's house. That's it. Check out messing with. You don't do that. You're right, but I still don't like her. Can someone please tell me? I was I was trying to figure this out. I was asking Robin if anyone knows why did she wear the earrings to Tasha's party? What was there a, a, a reason for that? Was it like, look, I have your shit. You maybe, know, I have your stuff. Maybe maybe she did, maybe she didn't know it was uh, Tasha's party. No, she Tasha's knew it was Tasha's party. Oh, she she said I got called in for Santos called me in for Tasha's party. Santos. So, Cantos mm-hmm. called me for Tasha's party, <laughs> so she knew. So why did she wear them? Is she just I, I really that she, crazy? Is that what they were trying to point out? That she's, she's really off. Mm-hmm. She's the a wall. chameleon. She yeah. knows how to change her colors, you yeah. know. And I think she's planting seeds here and there for a purpose. That's and I think I you're going to see it develop a little bit more no, in a future tra- episode. Yeah, when she tried to say Tommy pay for these, I was kind of like, whoa, whoa, is she trying to she say knows that what Tommy she's doing. took? But like she, I didn't know where she was trying to go and, with but, it. But also remember, she knows that Ghost is screwing some other woman so she i think she wore the earrings because she didn't first of all she didn't give a damn and if tasha was to say something to her she has something against tasha to say well yeah i stole earrings or maybe i didn't say earrings because i know your man you know what i'm saying like she has weight no i don't think so she's just she's just a petty thief like she said in the car right she just has a she's a crazy she's a crazy thief she's a crypto that's it she told tommy i didn't think she would miss him i think it would literally it was just that simple right i didn't think she would miss him because she saw all she said he shared closets like a department store i think there's more Oh, oh. <laughs> I love that. That one thing just made me feel like All right, well, no more. That's, 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 that's the Venetians coming out. Damn. I think there's no, more. that's the delicious. Yes. <laughs> that's the delicious. <laughs> I can't. You ain't going to see no grown man saying delicious. <laughs> ain't no grown ass man going to say delicious. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 
You'll have to stay tuned and watch stay out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we are. Yes. Yeah, but the, her her closet is a department store. But you got to remember, she doesn't know that Tasha. She doesn't know their background. So when you come from nothing and now you've got all this, I bet you. She can run an inventory. Tasha can run an inventory in her mind of everything that's I'm in that sure. closet. Yes, she can. Because yes, she can. she's that cause she's smart with numbers. Yep. She knows. She just knows like line items. She yes. knows just like okay, I got this with this, this with this. Especially women that like to dress, they yeah. know their closet. Yeah, you. I know from experience. And she's overprotective. Yeah. Mm. So you know she's aware. She's got everything you know pinned down. Right. Yeah. She she's aware of everything. And plus, yeah. yeah. Go yeah. ahead. No, you know, that's the type of the character that she is, mm -hmm. you know, so she wouldn't know for sure. So if something goes missing, and that's why, you know, she was right on it. So let's talk about Tommy and Holly again really quick. I need to I need to <laughs> it, bring up a special point about that. Yeah, because. Yeah, go ahead. I'll okay. bring one up, too. Yeah, well, go ahead. I, I would love would to hear talk about the money. You want to talk no, about the money? I don't want to talk no, about I the money. I want to talk about the fact that he told her the Ugh. business. Go said, don't dumb. tell her. He said, this isn't uh, my first radio, dumb. my first rodeo, but he told her the business. That was and dumb. He's dumb. PW. Dumb. But listen, but listen <laughs> remember last week, <laughs> remember last week, he said, or I said, my part of my prediction was the fact that I think Tommy is going to try to build with Holly sort of what Ghost has with Tasha. And it's almost out of spite, I think, at this point. I don't know. Uh, I don't think Holly's the right chick, though. Like, I, don't, I don't. I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's out of spite. I just think naturally, as you mature, and you know, like he said, he's at the top of the food chain. Mm -hmm. He's got you know a team of guys working for him. I think yes. it's natural that he. There's just something about this one particular girl because Tommy is all about the grind and the hustle. He's not. He's that. not a. He's not a a hound, a pea hound, as right. you call it. So you he's not running around trying to screw every it's girl. It's genuine. His, right. His, it his is reaction genuine. to to Holly is very genuine. So yeah. I agree with that point. But the reason I said what I did is because again, I brought back those two those two points where how he had to check Ghost. Mm -hmm. Listen, I'm not. I'm your equal here. So it's almost like Ghost has been. I don't know. Coming at Tommy a certain kind of way, like a um um like an underling. Yeah. Yeah. So it, I think he's sort of trying to prove himself. Like, listen, you could run around here doing what you do. You can go and sleep with other girls, and you know what I'm saying. Right. But, but to tell her the business, that's I mean, that's rule one. Well, here's like, the thing. Really? I, th I well, think he just broke everything right there. Yeah. Yeah. And and you know, I don't need, I don't need, I don't think that he knows what he's gotten himself no, into. You know, yeah. he's lost and fascinated over her, and he's caught up in that. But you know, it's so interesting that. Holly has been the only one who's been able to get Tommy to do things without him actually willingly wanting to do it. Right. Yeah. You know, That's for everybody point. else. Yeah, because Ghost hasn't been able to control him that way, but Holly does. Yes. You know, by his naiveness, by his fascination over mm -hmm. her, you know, he just he loses control in that sense. And she's just been like, been able to spin him around, twi you know, twist him, turn him upside down, and do whatever she wants with him, you know, so she's playing. And so that's why, you know, I'm saying that, you know, there's a lot more than just. You know, just you know, naturally getting involved with this guy. You know, she has a plan. And what's and I'm glad that's a good point that you made because it was so evident about how she went off about, about the money. Mm -hmm. Right. It's like, well, all of a sudden, if, all of a sudden, <laughs> all of a sudden, it's a problem, Matt. Right. Your dude is loaded. <laughs> yeah. It's a problem. Yeah. I've never seen that before in my life. Right. First right. time ever. Damn, on national TV. <laughs> a woman got a problem with bricks of money laying around the house. Okay? So, she's like, where's it? I'm like, what? I, 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 what? Was, I was like dumbfounded on that scene. I was like, are you serious? I'm like, you can go. It's because he lied. I got money. Well, it's not about... It's see, not, like, no, no see, that's the thing. That's the thing that Vinny was talking about. It's about her angle. It's bigger than that. She already knew he had money mm -hmm. because she knows he's a part, her own part owner of the club, right? So yeah, she knows he's got money. Right. It's not like a low end club; it's a high end club. High -end so club. obviously, he's got more money than her, even mm -hmm. if he's just a club owner. So if he has bricks and money laying around the house, the average basic B would be like, "Oh, of course he's got money. You know, he owns a club. Right. You right. know, he got money, whatever." Right. No. But she's angling for something grander. Of whatever, and I think that she will do whatever it takes to use Tommy to her interest. Even that, I don't think she would. Be, I don't think she would want to discard Tommy, but I think it's to her interest as well. I think ultimately she would be like, okay, you're a boss too. Just like just as Ghost is strutting around in these suits and showing and telling people blah 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 blah. Which is another thing. A side note: I feel Ghost is feeling himself. Because he gets to put a suit on every day and all this other kind of stuff. And he tells Tommy to handle stuff in the street hmm, and right. yada, yada, yada. And that's why Tommy has to remind him. But going exactly. back to Holly, Holly is 
is angling to position Tommy. Just a thought, though. She's been watching stuff. She's she been paying attention. She mentioned to Tommy that she saw ghosts of somebody else. Right. Yeah. So, you know, she, she, she's eyeing everything. Right. She's becoming aware of everything. So she's collecting her data and building right. a case for herself. And you now know? she's, and, yeah. And, and Tommy will be just another tool that she'll use to be able to get what she wants, you know. Hmm. So I think she will discard him if it came to that point. If it came to that. If it came yeah. to that, yeah. But yeah. I had a thought. Could she be working for someone? To try to bring them down. I don't know. I just I don't know why that came past my mind. It's like she's kind of just doing all this kind of random stuff just to like to help Tommy or bring him down. I don't understand. Like, I thought about that too, but she, I don't think could she. she just I thought, like I, I thought about bit. that, but I, mean, I, I was I like, uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if she's working for somebody. I mean, you have these random um, chicks that are in here dominating. You have the one that's killing people. The, the reason why I would say no, she's not, is because it's not like it's just she. A thought, tried, I know, yeah. but she's. It's not like she was the one who was actively trying to get into the circle. Look how many times uh, Tommy had to come after her. Right. So right. pretty chick in a club. You get hollered at yeah. all the time. Like that's, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm she sure she her knew how to angle first. herself. Put myself right in the club. T- Tommy will see me. Okay, he's going to try to holler. If she is working for saying. somebody. She, she saw I the have, opportunity. Right. And then she, you know, she's a petty thief, so she's yes. just reacting and going along with mm-hmm. it. You know, so she's having fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a I'm day in the playground for her. I, for one, am shocked that she didn't take one of those bricks. Me too. That's I thought what I was like, 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 <laughs> I said I like to take stuff. I'm kind of shocked. <laughs> I thought she was going to try to shove it down the <laughs> She's preparing herself. She probably she's prepared. is preparing herself. Her clothes are too tight. What is she going to stack that? It was like right. saran wrap tight. She's going to like, what's he, going, was, what's hey, going he was that? chilling on the bed. You never know. She but, could, you know. But here's the thing. I think a lot of things, like, a lot of times, <sighs> a lot of times, <laughs> or sometimes, from what I've heard, ladies can project drama Watch to it. try to pull drama. strings. <laughs> to pull strings of the gentleman and to you know, disorient them. I think a lot of these dramatics that she's doing is to disorient Tommy and just to, like we said, it's like to, to gain some kind of control. And just she found, you know, just like he said, he's like, you, you have access to the money. You know, mm-hmm. you, you know, you can use whatever you want. He's not a extravagant guy. Yeah. He's a real simple dude. You know, yeah. he drives an old muscle car. He wears plain clothes. He doesn't, you know. And he's straightforward. With he's her. straightforward. Yeah. Exactly. She's so she's playing the manipulation. Like, right. Really great. Yeah. Let me yeah. tell you what's so brilliant about this, though. The, the reason why I love this show and, and power is the perfect name for it because mm-hmm. power in every single situation. There's that's right. A, there's a power. Listen, she's working with her power. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you see what I'm She's got the power of, the, you know. She should put a tattoo right down there. She's got some power. There are little seeds everywhere. Seeds of power. That's, you know, right. A brilliant name for the show. Speaking of power, um, I think the fans have the power because the fans are the ones who go to iTunes and they download, they rate, subscribe, and they um, allow us to be in this building. So we want to thank you guys for always uh, tuning into iTunes. Make sure that you download, go to iTunes. We have all uh, various shows and different genres on AfterBuzz TV for AfterBuzz TV. So make sure that you guys go to iTunes. Make sure you download, you rate, subscribe, and you comment, and you please tell a friend. And if you guys want to call in and put in your two cents or ask any questions or correct us on something because we watch the show just like you guys, sometimes we get things wrong, you guys can give us a call, 424-256-1729, 424-256-1729. No more. No let's more. talk about well hold on let's talk no about we're, we're, yeah segueing from Tommy. So Tommy goes to visit Ruiz, right? Right? So they can figure out what's going on, uh who's hitting them and whatever or whatnot. I love yeah. how uh how uh, Tommy, I'm sorry, Ruiz had the gun under the blanket, oh, and yeah, he starts yeah. to raise. He sees a razor. I'm like, uh, he's got that in the area, right? like yeah, it's pointing, it's right? Pointing. He's pointing. ready. He's yeah, ready, yeah. right? And then you know, Nomar sitting there eating the, the cold pizza, the pizza, or whatever on the couch. I love the way he has strategically managed himself into this operation, and he's been placed. He's been put in a rock and a hard place, but. You know, he came up with the snake in the bucket. Right. You know, he's, excuse me, become, he's used his wit. So you've seen this guy actually show that he has some intelligence as opposed to, you know, Angela and Greg treating him just like a regular, you know, he's actually had to like, okay, 
put himself in a situation that is deep and intense yeah. right. and, and critical, you know, exactly. life-threatening for himself. Yeah. Yes. Like, I called it like the death walk, right. you know? Right, So, because he's literally, you know, he's you see him right there, you know, trying to listen in and, yeah. you know, but he's like right there where the distributor is and his boss is, you yep. know, and everything could come down in that one second hmm. as that door opens. But, you know, he's having to put himself there because he's coerced to, you know, but yeah. at the same time, he has to defuse that whole situation and try to, you know, just ease on by and, you know, not make a scene out of it I thought and you, get the information uh, that he has. To. I thought you played that scene so mm. smooth. You, Thank you. You, you know, you knew at some point you had to, to make a move. So you smooth, you get a, wait, first of all, I don't know if this is a New York thing. Why is, why, why is everyone wearing coats inside the house? <laughs> is that a, is that a East Coast thing? Oh yeah, it's Probably a East Coast. Yeah. Yeah. It's cold. Yeah. It's yeah. cold. Yeah. It, <laughs> but and, and it's about style I mean, as well. Everybody so. is wearing jackets and like heavy jackets. Oh, and wearing, I don't. That was just. If when you I'm, see anybody walking down the street in New York with a tank top, they're on something. I know, but when you get inside the house, you're supposed to take your coat off, especially and especially in this kind of environment when you got cats with guns and stuff. I would think you would take your coats off because. It could be. No, that's where they hide. That's it. You no, like, here's the interesting thing it. about that because I, I was living in New York while shooting Power, mm-hmm. and most of the buildings there they mm-hmm. have the heaters and the air conditioners uh, in control by mm-hmm. the management and the building themselves. Mm-hmm. So they don't they don't come on. It's not like on the West Coast here where you have like portable air conditioners or heaters that mm-hmm. you control yourself. It's controlled wow. by the building. So mm-hmm. a lot of times when you got like 14 inches of snow outside, it's freezing cold inside because they're not turning on the heater right now. Wow. It's not the time of day for them to do that. For whatever what? the regulations and you know requirements that they have within themselves for doing it that way, Get so a lot of times, here. yeah, wow. serious. So a lot of times inside, depending on the building that you're in, where you live, you don't have access and control of that. So you gotta wear a, a sweater and a hoodie and a jacket inside to keep yourself warm. So I did not crazy. know that. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, that's a cool fact. Let me tell you. Well, what, no pun intended. Let me tell you why I love the role that you play. Well, first of all, you seem in real life completely different, different. than Omar. <laughs> so that tells me I hope so. Really, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> that tells me that you are really, really, really going in with this character. Like, mm-hmm. you are really, truly acting. Because that was one of the questions that I wanted to ask you. Like, is that a little bit of who you are? Was it? Is it difficult to play that role? So you... I, yeah, no, I mean... <laughs> it, it, I'm, the way I wanted to approach Nomar was awkward, first and foremost, you know, for the situation there. But, you know, normal at the same time because he's a human being, you know, like everybody else. And there's an interesting fact because, like, everybody kind of pinpoints him as, like, you know, the addicted, you know, bad guy in a sense, you know, mm-hmm. because of his, you know, pedophilia addiction and all that. But if you look at, you know, every other character in the show, they're all going through different addictions themselves. Right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's because of the fact that Nomar gets pointed out you know by angela and all that that he kind of stands out on his own um so but you know to answer your question it, it no it wasn't i've been playing these stereotypes for a long time i had to do you know obviously research a little more in depth on to you know what pedophilia mind sets mm-hmm. are like and you know people who do that and all that but you know it was interesting because he's just a guy who's stuck in a situation and he's yeah. the most honest of all of them because he really just wants to live his life in peace with you know what, what he's pursuing which is the love that he has for this girl mm-hmm. but he's stuck in a situation he can't get himself out of because of this fact that you know she's not of age right and so they have all these things that they're blackmailing him and using it against him and you know and just throwing him into the pit of fire and but you, that's so good that you said that because I, I, I can pinpoint who Nomar really is. He's really not about that life. No. He's not like a criminal or somebody. It's, it's sort of even shocking to see him going down this road of like having uh, to be the, the CIA. I know that Nomar was placed in that position, but he's really not that type of character. No. He just seems like a good... Actually, the funny part about it is that he's he's pretty humorous to me like you're the the character that you play is actually pretty funny to me like i can't ever i can't even really take him seriously you know what i mean i get a lot of tweets like that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Just funny lines. My thoughts on it. but also isn't nomar in love with somebody who's like niece that's like really really powerful yeah isn't a, like the guy isn't the girl like his daughter the, ruiz's daughter yeah. Yeah. oh okay yeah. okay so my yeah. boss's daughter so right, is that right, right. loyalty to ruiz because of the daughter yeah of course i mean you know keep it within the family him. you know yeah but you're trying to bust him so but you still like are you, are you well trying? he's being placed he has yeah i know he yeah, has to, to but is there any loyalty that you're like man kind of in the back of your mind your character like i don't really want to be doing this because i i care about the girl and i you know i kind of care about her father getting busted like what it's how's he playing this is he really trying 
trying to help the police just to save himself, just to get out, so they will leave him alone. Yeah, pretty much. I think he's, you know, he's he's trying to save his skin. You know, he's in it for that. But you know, at the same time, he doesn't mm-hmm. want to have to hurt Ruiz mm-hmm. because he cares for you know for him. Obviously, being the you know his uh, interest, love interest, his father and all that. But you know, at the end of the day, a, a day again, he's just stuck in a situation he can't get himself out of because you know he's having to straddle his love for the girl versus, you know, now trying to save his own life based on, you know, the blackmailing and all that. Uh, but it's so interesting because Nomar is like Madison Square Garden, right? He just, like, he's uh, he's approachable to everybody, <laughs> and he knows how to handle everybody, mm-hmm. you know, and he knows how to, you know, just embrace, you know, everything that comes his way in a sense. Um, so he's sensitive, and he's naive that way, you know, but at the same time, he's very powerful because... You know, he just allows anybody to come in. Mm. And your and your character is also very quick on his feet. I liked how mm. when you when you got up and you finally went to the door, start eavesdropping with I I don't know I don't know the character's name, but Frankie G, the actor. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, when he when he and the other guy comes up to you, it didn't take you no time but to be quick on your feet and just be like, oh, you know, well because he was stabbed, I have to keep my ears to find out what's going on. You didn't even hesitate without yeah. even saying that, and they and they totally picked up on it, mm-hmm. and then they went outside. So. And that's that the street smarts of him, you yeah. know, because he's been in the street, so he's learned a few things, you yeah. know. And they told the t- other two guys that, you know, because of what happened, you guys are supposed, somebody's supposed to be at the <laughs> elevator, man, yeah. the elevator the whole time. So right. he, like, he's smart. He, he, he believably managed that whole scenario. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, okay, no more. No more has got some, some wit, some yeah. quick, c- quick street wit about him. And. He got the rid of the guys. That was believable because somebody does have to be at the elevator, and that's where the guys were supposed to be. Right. And then somebody need to be making sure that Ruiz was okay because he just got stabbed. So mm-hmm. obviously somebody, you know, wants to take him out. But then, and somebody has to be keeping watch because you don't know what's going on. Right. With uh, Tommy and. And, you know, uh, and Ruiz, Ruiz in the room right. because now he told everybody to get out. I mean, he could really, if he doesn't have a gun or some way to protect himself because he's injured, Tommy could really strangle him with his bare hands. Okay, but here's a question for you. So what would happen if Tommy were to come out and see no more? What, what, what would have happened there? What do you think would have happened there? It, well, has, Tommy hasn't seen Omar before, has no, he? No, and Omar hasn't seen him either, so they, they don't know who each other is. But right. He obviously, you know, is aware of the fact that he's in there with, you know, the distributor or... You know, well, I don't think Tommy would. Re- I don't think Tommy would react any kind of way because he knows that the the guys are supposed. To, you know, all the guys from Ruiz's camp are all around anyway. But I do feel that the way, the way, the direction that that uh, George Tillman Jr. the director, right. the the direction, Brilliant. how it was, it was a very, it was a very, it was a chase between between. It was a chase, was a chase between between Nomar, between Tommy, and then the, the uh, detective, uh, yeah. and then the other detective, Medina. Uh-huh. Medina. It was a three way chase to see if they were going to collide or if they were going to yeah. all escape. So the way yeah. that that shot, the way that it was shot, Brilliant. it does make me Couldn't wonder. It, it does make me wonder. Hmm. Now, if they if they are really to cross, uh, you know, pass, what will really happen? What will go down? Right. Well, you knew that Tommy and Medina were going to cross paths because that that would just yeah, be yeah. too mature yeah. and too early as far as the storyline is concerned. Yeah. But I, what I really think is brilliant is how uh, I was about to say Vinny. How Nomar <laughs> had to be at the door and he was trying to listen, mm-hmm. but the wire obviously is not going to be able to pick up everything. And then you're exactly. in another room, and so you're only getting like bits but, and pieces. So that way, that way, when Angela but he would was, listen to the audio tape and it would be reviewed, she wouldn't be able to pick up that that was Tommy. But he was smart. But Nomar's character was smart because although he was eavesdropping, he even took it a step further, and he then he took the piece <laughs> yeah. of his jacket <laughs> and, then it, and, it, and he stuck right. it to the door right. yeah. so that. They, so that they can, you know, inquire more information because he knew that his character knew that. Well, we can't hear anything. But why didn't you? And so he was crossing all it. He was crossing all of his all, right. eyes, all of his teeth down his all, all right. of his eyes. So, right. well, I I love that entire scene. I love how you play that entire scene. And like I agree with Bam, it was so uh, just all quick and just you know quick witted, and it was just so on your feet. But let me tell you something else that I picked up. It was just really small, but it was again. I think it was the, how they did the directing. It was just it was so brilliant. That it might be a seed planted. When Nomar walked away and the other guy took his place, he looked at, he gave him this look that almost could tell you something about what's going to happen in the future. Mm-hmm. About you foreshadowing. Know, yeah, it's foreshadowing. Mm-hmm. And it was just really small and it was really quick, but th- that's just a, you know, a quick thought that I had. Like, oh, I wonder if that's going to be something right there. Yeah, no, you're, you're right on the money. Yeah, so for sure. Yeah. You, Woo! Yeah. <laughs> hit the nail right on the head, yeah. for sure. And you know, the, one interesting fact that while we were shooting that, 
I uh, actually ended up eating about two boxes of pizza. I was going to ask you about that. <laughs> yeah. People have been tweeting me about it, you know, about eating pizza and all that. And, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I, I, it, you know, we shot it, you know, a few different times because, you know, to be able to get the whole thing. And, uh, yeah, I just had to keep eating pizza, pizza, pizza. So, anyway, it's just an interesting fact there. But, you know, so interesting about Nomar in, in that situation is that he actually um, um, is putting himself deeper, deeper into – um, this life-threatening position that, you know, you just, you don't know what's going to happen because they just keep throwing him deeper into the fire, you right. know, and he's just going along with it. He's trying to save himself and at the same time defuse and be able to come out at the end of the day alive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and so, you know, it's interesting um, the way, you know, everything is revolving and it's interesting because in the end... Um, I think you're going to see a different side of Nomar. Wow. But I, mm-hmm. I just feel so bad for Nomar because it's yeah. like, like you were saying, it's just like he just wants to live his life. Granted, he's got some ways. He's got some <laughs> tendencies, you know, about him. But I just feel bad for him. It's just the, the character that you play is a very likable character. You yeah. know what I'm right, saying? So right. I just, I'm like, you're throwing him into the fire. You know what I mean? Like right. you said. But I feel bad for Nomar. Um just a couple of things. I feel like if he wasn't like in this situation, I feel like he could game Angela up somewhere. Like if Angela didn't know about him. Because yes. sometimes he says a couple of things and I feel like she's like, like thinks about it for like a millisecond. <laughs> what? And she's like, no, I, can, I feel like she does that. I thought the same okay. Thank you. Okay. Cause she is like so alone and she's like, you know, like, no, I can't. But I'm, like, I'm like, you know what? There's not that many episodes left. They can't do it. Right. Like they can't, they right. can't go there. Right. No, it's not, it's not going right. to be in the writing. Really? But I thought about it. Because sometimes you feel like she's so desperate to get her career going. It's like, look, if maybe if I just get, let him cop a feel, a little something, that'll motivate him to go do what I need him to do. She doesn't follow protocol anyway. <laughs> right, True. you know, yeah. so and she yeah. was really just messing with Greg. She was really just messing with Greg, like to get insider information on that side. Right. Of the, you know, the whole wow. sting operation. You know, so she's just like really like a toss up. Well, yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> She's had a toss up. I don't know about a toss up, but dang, you heard it on the After Buzz TV. <laughs> Angela, the toss up. Um, I want to talk about uh, something that we we mentioned last week, really quickly, which is something that was part of my prediction, and it looks like it's coming to fruition. Is Sean and Kanan? <sighs> now, Sean and Kanan, we saw that in the beginning episode. We saw Kanan in the cell with. Uh, his cellmate beating him at chess. Hilarious. Then stringing him up. Of course, 50 got to make himself look all rough and tumble. <laughs> you know, 50 had to do it hemmed up and then told him to go collect it and get ready yeah, for the next game. After you thought he was going to snap his neck. I'm like, well, dang, that must be like normal. <laughs> guy gets mad. Anyway, but, but so. Isn't that interesting, though, really quickly how his power transferred from the streets into the cell? Right, of course. It, it just says everything about him. Yeah, most does, definitely. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So yeah. then he meets with his son, recognizes his son, has his nice suit on, and he's planting those seeds. Seeds yep. that was obvious and you know evident that he mentioned before about him just being the driver, and now he's just saying, "Take what's yours." Yeah, mm-hmm. take mm-hmm. what's like yours. Like it's almost kind of like you're the heir apparent yeah. to that empire. Like Ghost and Tommy were. Like, I'm not supposed to be locked up. I'm supposed to be the one on the street running things. And those two guys are supposed to be working for me. And That's then right. the next thing to come along would be you to take over yeah. and still be the boss. So he's trying to get his mind right. And it looks like if he doesn't, if Sean makes the wrong move, that Sean is going to end up in a ditch somewhere. But Ghost is, might be getting, I mean, not Ghost, Kanan might be getting out soon. Mm-hmm. He is. I, well, I mean, Obviously, for season two, he's right. going to. Yeah. So that yeah. is going to be really interesting. Yes. You he know, didn't mention that to Sean, did he? You know, he did. That because they know. Way, er- way earlier than he was supposed yes, to Yes, they out? know that he's supposed to be getting out earlier or whatever. Of course, things have changed. But, of course, the transfer of power yes. is going to want to be, it is going to start shift being shipped. Right. Well, yeah. th- and that's going to be a problem. Gonna be a huge problem. Because Ghost and Tommy have paid their dues in the street and they're nobody's flunky anymore. Right. Unless this on like a level of like Lobos or something. You know, somebody that's you know, on their level is not they're gonna just have to make him a partner or I don't know how that's gonna work or that's gonna be very interesting to see how that goes, but I really feel like Kanan's gonna try to make Sean his partner and take over with his son. Hmm. That's what I feel. That's on the prediction side. I don't feel side, like he feels like he's so sh- that strong. I don't feel like Kanan feels like Sean is that strong. Of a well, he has, he's, he's, he's planting. Well, he's planting. Yeah. He yeah, knows he's, he's not that strong. Yeah. yeah. He, he's just a method. He's just a yeah. means. Yes. Right. Yeah. 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 
Canaan is the mind behind it. Yeah, he's the mind, and he has to get his son's mind ready for when he he comes to take over, that the son's not all sympathetic, like, well, these guys are cool, and they take care (laughs) of me, bro. Dad, Dad, what are you doing? Like, you know, he doesn't want him that. He wants him to have the more, the manly street mentality. Yeah. So he's getting his mind ready for that, and that just goes to show you how smart Canaan is. That it's not like, man, you're supposed to be running this. He's not not coming at him aggressively. He's... He's in tune with the streets. Yes. Yeah, he yeah. has everything under his yeah. control. Yeah. Yeah. So well, go ahead. I want to ask you really quickly, what was what was your what was the casting process like for you um getting this role for um for power? Ah yes. And working with fifty cents and all the great directors and you know, the cast. What was the process like for you? Oh, it's been a blessing working with fifty, man. Mm-hmm. He's a genius. I love him to death, follow his career, he's such an inspiring person, left and right, um, in all kinds of different ways. Um, first time I met him, actually, he just gave me a hug, mm-hmm. you know, right off the bat. Yeah, that's just the type of person he is, very genuine, you know, humble. Uh, he's got people all over him, you know, all the time asking him for things and all that. And he's just giving, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so, you know, for me to be a part of this show um, was such a privilege, you know. I was honored. Um, the casting process about how I got it, um, I was actually um, asked to be self-taped uh, for the show of Julio. Mm-hmm. Originally, oh wow, yeah, and I was uh, with this Tommy's right hand man, right? Was part of that organization, yeah, yeah. played by J.R. Ramirez, mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, I auditioned for that role first, and then that got me to call in for uh, Ruiz's character, hmm. yeah. So, I went through the process of that and then call back for that, and then, um, doing that, um, they auditioned me for Nomar as well. Wow. So, you know, there's a few different steps, you know, about. I want to say a few different weeks, mm-hmm. about three weeks or so, almost a month. Okay. And then, uh, and then they called me and they said I got no more. So wow. Sweet. But did that afford you the opportunity to research their different types of characters and come in, you know, respectively? Yeah. So in absolutely. Audition? Yeah, I had to kind of, you know, retransform yeah. myself for yeah, each different yeah. one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, I, I even felt like I related to no more a little bit more. So <laughs> <laughs> no, in the right way. Go in the right way. But yeah. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. So I auditioned for all three roles, and then wow. I got Nomar. Yeah. Well, Nomar is perfect for you. Yeah. Thank so, you. Yes, I'm glad you Thank got you. that role. Is with with your ethnic with your ethnic background, you being from Brazil, uh-huh. um, what's your take on always being cast for Latino, Hispanic, you know, those type of uh, type, those type of roles when you're you're not even. That. Real quick before you answer that, are you from Brazil or are you just Brazilian? Yeah, no, I'm from Brazil. Okay, yeah. okay. Nice. I just yeah. wanted to get that straight. Okay. Yeah, born in the <laughs> Yeah, no, I love it. I embrace the fact that, you know, um, uh, I've been able to uh, emulate my stereotype. You mm-hmm. know, we all get stereotyped and there's nothing you can do about it, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. um, so, but, you know, like Denzel said, Denzel Washington, you know, you got to use what you can to be able to get in. And then once you're in, then you can show them, you can change. But you got to have something to get in, you know. And so, um, I use the Latino a lot to my advantage. You know, um, about 99% of the things I've done have been stereotyped within the Latino market, you know, being a Latino gangster to some kind or, or another. So uh, even the Latino lover and all that. So um, um, I've embraced that, you know, and I, I, I like it. Um, I think there's a huge opportunity here for a Latino community, you know, to be able to unite ourselves. We're, you know, the number one uh, ticket buyers in the whole country, but we're still divided in a sense oh, wow. because of... You know the different um, demographics within our own community. Mm-hmm. You, you know you get yeah. separated into like we're Mexicans, you know we're yes. Colombians, and then we don't associate Cubans and Puerto Ricans stay over here. And so there's a division in that sense, but we're a strong community. Mm-hmm. And so I think being able to be diverse and being able to show you know that I can be everything and anything and be at everything at the same time, it's just an opportunity for me to be able to unite our community and say, hey, you know we can be one. You know, let's not get caught up in, you know, these little demographic type of things. And let's just be Latinos, you know, right. and yeah. open up, up doors for for us to be able to do more things. You know, in our days, you, you see that happening. You know, you got more Latino producers, directors, writers <coughs> taking control, you know, and being able to open up doors and inspire other people and artists who are Latinos to be able to come up and do the same, you know. so Just you, as, before you go, Ben, just to, make, just to make a comment, that to shout out to all the cast and directors out there. This guy can actually play you can play an african-american you could play someone that's middle eastern you know and latino you you have a very diverse look and a lot of people don't have 
you know, if you're black, some people can just play black. You know, they can't play. In right. way they, you know, if you're Latino, some Latinos just really look Latino. Right. Some Italians just really look Italian. Like, everybody as an actor doesn't have that diverse look. And that's, you know, an added quality for you as far as getting more work. So, Well, you know, I want to just say something about that because, you know, that is all a part of the process of what I call, you know, um, um, um transforming myself for you know each role Mm -hmm. and it's funny you say that because i'm actually really light skin really i am i tan myself Uh, on camera you look a little lighter i do i'm actually even lighter than that really i am and my hair is a lot different Uh so you know i keep my hair and now you know with the stereotypes and i'm doing another film right now so i have to keep it you know the way it is right now and the cut and all that but you know my hair just grows out and it's just this huge big afro right so i can completely be like completely what you don't see right now so you know it's a part of embracing again the Mm -hmm. fact that i get stereotyped as this and this is what is strong for me you know and this is what works for me within the latino uh, stereotype is the Latino gangster, and so I, I embrace that, mm-hmm. and then I, I, I transform myself to be uh, more approachable, or more um, how do I say, uh, um, more more believable mm-hmm. in that, you know. So mm-hmm. I do everything that I can to be able to stay within that image that people see within that box, so I can you know continue to do what I'm doing. Right. Wow. You, you mentioned that you're doing another film. It's called Beautiful and Twisted with Rob Lowe. Tell us about that. That's right. Yeah, it's uh, uh, Sony Pictures going out to uh, Lifetime. Um, it's uh, based on the life of Ben Novak Jr., the mm-hmm. era of Fontainebleau, Fontainebleau, Miami Beach Hotel Fortunes, um, based on the true story, you know, and how he was brutally murdered, and it, like, shook the elites of the city of Miami, and mm-hmm. so I'm doing that. Just started uh, uh, working on the set, actually, today. Mm-hmm. Um, just came from the set. And, um, Congrats. Yeah, yes. thank you. Thank you so much. Um, and, you know, I'm just honored to be on it, you know, and working hard and uh, working with Paz Vega, too, mm-hmm. and got to meet her today, and uh, she's so sweet. Um, Hamki Madera, who's doing a lot, another great Latino uh, actor, mm-hmm. um, and you know, just working on that right now. So, wow. and then our final question before we uh, go into predictions: sure. Will you return for season two? Um, I'm not allowed to discuss that right now. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> okay. Stay tuned. You'll find out. I hope so. We will stay tuned. <laughs> now, this is yeah. the part you obviously can't talk about. We have to go into predictions right now because. <laughs> To discuss what's going to You're after Buzz TV. But we're going to do what you did, what we did to Notori. So Notori was sat there. We have to try to read her to see if we can get. Is, that, is it warm? Warm? Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so uh, season one. Stars original series Power. Uh, week seven. Uh, Robin Ayers predictions go. I predict. Something is going down with Nomar. He is going to get found out. He's, uh, unfortunately, <laughs> I, I'm feeling Nomar, but he's going to get found out somehow. Same. Next week? Same. Something might unveil next week. Okay. Bam Erickson, <laughs> week seven predictions. Go. I just have a, a prediction in general. Somebody has to die. <laughs> Somebody has to die. Somebody has to die. I love that. And my my prediction, I know it's not you because you're listed as being all eight episodes, so I know it's not your character. That's not, you're not supposed to go based on that. You're supposed to go based on the, the story. Let me finish. Cheater. I think I think Sean is a dead duck. I think he has to die. Sean is a dead duck? I think he has a die. Wow. Well, that goes totally against my prediction. Go, that Erica. Week 7. Sean is going to step up. First, he's going to go after Tasha and destroy that relationship with her husband. He's going to die. Ain't talking about nothing. He's not going to die. He's going to step up. Kane is going to come out with a vengeance because yeah. his boy is dead. <laughs> Man, that's actually pretty that's good, heavy. man. That's heavy. Okay, well, well, my prediction is... Uh, my prediction is... That Ghost is somehow, some way, gonna get in uh, bed with Simon Stern, uh, this guy who's like this big nightclub investor, and Simon Stern is gonna find out about Ghost some kind of way. He's a very powerful guy, mm. but he seems like the kind of guy that probably has some street connections hmm. and might put some feelers out there to find out something about 
But somebody it does have to die. You're you're right about that, man. Because I'm looking at him. He's like he just went deep. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's my all of my other predictions have been coming true so far. Okay. Holly stole the air, so she stole something. And Sean and Sean. No, but I predicted it before when she was. I was like she stole something. I knew it right. And then and then the other thing was Sean being the next up and coming. Go blah, ahead. blah blah blah. You got something. Anyway, I predict that one of your predictions is going to come true. <laughs> it's me. Yes. Somebody's going to die. <laughs> Somebody's going to die. <laughs> All right. Well, until next time, where can we find? Where can your fans find you, uh, Venetius? Now, the easiest way is go to my website, machadovenicius.com. M a c h a d o v i n i c i u s. Machadovenicius.com, and you'll find everything there. Any uh, social net? Oh, everything. All your social networks. Yeah, all my there. social networks is there. Yeah, Axel awesome. Venetius is for Twitter, Facebook. And uh, Instagram actor Vinicius Machado. So awesome, yeah. Bam, uh, you can find me at uh, at Bam Erickson on all social media. Find me at Robin Ayers A Y E R S at Erica J Green at Club Thaddeus. That's C L U B T H A W D E U S and GQJedi.com. Until next time, after buzzers. Peace. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.